Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich, and today is Sunday, what I've started to call Tefila Sundays on my recordings here, the podcast, and I would like to look at a big issue today as opposed to analyzing a specific word. I'm going to be repeating some elements of things that I've been saying in shul over the last few weeks. So for those of you who have heard it in shul, my apologies for the repetition. I've been thinking about the idea of our silent Shmona Esrei. So we know there comes a part of davening where we whisper the words, and in fact, anyone who says the words out loud is usually shushed because they are interfering with the thought process of people who are davening silently. And then... We do this funny thing at Shachris and at Mincha, in which the Shliach Tzibur, the person who is praying on behalf of the Tzibur, on behalf of the community, repeats the entire Shemona Esrei out loud. And over the course of many centuries, people have looked to see if there's any way of removing the Chazan's repetition. The reason why they want to remove it besides for saving time, which is undoubtedly part of that reasoning, whether they want to admit it or not, is that it seems to be unnecessary from the point of view of the halachic reasoning given for it. You see, when we pray silently, the silent Amida, the silent Shemona Esrei, we are acting in accordance with the Gemara that says that we follow the lead of Chana, Chana is the heroine of the first few chapters of Shmuel Aleph, first book of Samuel. She is the mother of Shmuel, of Samuel, and she prayed silently. And even though Eli HaKohen, Eli disapproved of her praying silently and thought that there was something wrong with her, that she might have been drunk, the Gemara says we use her as our template, as our example of how to serve Hashem. And yet, why do we repeat the whole thing out loud? Why does the Chazan repeat the whole thing out loud? So the reason that is given is that there are people who might not know, who don't know. They don't know the words. They don't know how to... They didn't know the words back in the days where there were no Sidurim. And if they didn't know or they didn't know Hebrew, they still had to pray. So what they would do is they would listen to the Chazan, to the Shliach Tzibur, repeating it out loud. And by listening to him and answering Amen after every bracha, they would fulfill their obligation to pray. But if we have our Sidurim nowadays, and everyone can say the words themselves, even if they don't know Hebrew, we have translations, and a person is allowed to pray in other languages, so then why is this necessary? So what I would like to focus on as my answer, if you will, something to keep in mind, is that these are in fact two different kinds of prayer entirely. And this is how I put it. When we daven silently, the tefillah, belachash, where we whisper it, barely audible even to our own ears, we are fulfilling what the Gemara says, Chana did, which is we are showing that each and every one of us, I am praying to God and I can whisper. And the reason why I whisper is not because I believe that God has super hearing, but because I acknowledge that I have a personal, private individual relationship with Hashem. Hashem is right next to me. And when I whisper, he can hear it because he is right next to me. And that is a very precious idea that every single Jew needs to have. 
And this is what Chana understood, and this is why we follow Chana's lead. When the prayer is said out loud, what we call in Hebrew the Chazar Sashatz, the repetition of the agent of the community, that's what Shleach Tzibur means. It's not just a repetition of the same words for those people who need to hear it because they don't know Hebrew. Yes, of course, that's the halachic reasoning given. But what's happening is that it is the tzibur, it is the community that is praying. So it's no longer an individual act. It's the act of the minion, the act of the eida, as the uh, the word, another word for community in Hebrew. So that the shliach of the tzibur is saying, in effect, when he is praying, saying all the words over again that he just said silently. But he is saying, Hashem, the Jewish people do not only pray to you as individuals, which is what Hannah did and which is what we should all do, but we can also and we should also come close to you as a community. So that as a community, the entity of the community prays to you, Hashem. Which is why I think it's very important and a very precious thing to pay attention. I know it's been the scourge of shuls and of minyanim for centuries that it seems like an easy time to talk because you don't have to do anything. The chazan is saying something and people can start to schmooze. And for centuries, rabbis have condemned people who speak during the repetition, as they should because it's halachically a problem. But why is it a problem? Why is it such a big deal? Because that is the time more than Kaddish, more than Baruchu, more than Kedusha, because it's the time where we show that as a community, the community has a conversation in which we collectively speak to Hashem, which is something that is different, which is apart from our individual conversations that we have during Shemona Esrei, which is why it's a healthy practice to look inside the sitter and to follow along, even while the Shleach Tzibur is doing it, and saying, as is the Min HaGisrael, Baruch Hu Shmo, and answering Amen to every bracha, with the Kavana, with the intent that you are not just an individual talking to God, but you are part of Klal Yisrael. That's all for today. Thank you for listening.